an African story formerly produced for radio, presented and read by Richard Nichols. James helps Dean by taking him back to the easy stay near Midlands Mall, books Dean in for seven days in the hotel and pays for his car to be in the undercover parking lot. The porter takes him to room 711A. James leaves and goes on to the office at Cascades Office Park. Linda is only one floor above Dean, on the third floor in room 801B. She has ordered room service again, roast chicken and vegetables for Maine and pudding lemon rang pie for her lunch off the a la carte menu. As her child is still on the way, she ordered a fruit cocktail. Then she starts to think about where Dean is and what's happened to him. Then her thoughts start thinking about Bob and her son Peter, the family she loves so dearly, and how to get home as she has no transport due to the kidnapping by Dean. She needs to make home a priority now and forget about the controlling little ass of a man. She plans to get full custody of her child and marry Bob again. Then hopefully he will adopt the child. Dean is now concerned about where Linda is and plans to marry the love of his life. If only she would see, he only wants the best for her. The thought is that if I can't have her, neither can Bob, she must die. The following day, Kenny is looking for any leads on the whereabouts of Leon and secondly, the truth surrounding the shooting of Leon. He's under the impression that Dean was involved in the shooting and is protecting Fred from being killed in prison. But without any proof, his theory will not have any sway with Kane Roberts, who is a man for facts, not conjecture. Just then the phone rings. Hello, how can I help? There was silence, then the call dropped. Again, Peter and Bob sat down for lunch, alone without Linda, and the conversation soon turns to the usual question, where do you think Mum is? It has been three weeks as of today, said Peter. I'm sorry, my boy, but the police have no leads yet. All we do know is your mum was taken by Dean, but where? Nobody can tell, replies Bob. At the park, Ben Coleman, together with Sarah Jones, a vet, will go up into the northern part of the park where the attack occurred. All four lines are to be darted and given a health check, as reports show all were injured in the attack, with Zandile and her pack of hyena, tells Ben. An hour later, all four lines, Lerato, Sindiswe, and Angel of Death, together with Kifor, they are found under a tree, taking in the warmth of the sun's rays. Keep well back, as I need room to move, if they should charge, said Sarah. As she lighted the vehicle, at the same time, Ben stands to her left with some cover given by the truck, and armed with a rifle capable of taking down a full-grown lion. 
Dean takes the lift down to the lobby and walks out onto the wooden pool deck. Hello, sir. Can I get you something to drink and eat? Said the pool attendant. Yes, please, an iced tea. What cakes do you have on special today? Inquires Dean. There are two options. Carrot cake with a lemon ice topping or Swiss apple tart, replies the attendant with a grin on his face. So what will it be, sir? A voice is heard over the two-way radio. Room service is required for the resident in room 801B and she awaits her lunch order. You've been listening to an episode of African Story, read and written by Richard Nichols. Join me again for another exciting installment of African Story coming soon.